Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Allie is the longest running spiritual podcast on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts. I've been helping others there since 2005. Today is Monday, February 7th, 2022. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading or find out more about me, just visit outofbodyecstasy.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, and share it with at least three friends. So guys, we are on season 17, episode number seven. How have you guys been? Uh, Sorry, I wasn't here last Monday with the new episode of Ask Allie, but as you all know, I drive bus. And I had a field trip on Friday, one on Saturday, and one on Sunday. So last weekend got a bit uh, crazy, busy, overwhelming, and exhausting. (laughs) And by the time uh, Monday came around, um, um, I was just way too tired to do anything but go to work and come home and then go to sleep. Um, been thinking about some big life changes. Uh, as you know, I've been, oh, I've been thinking about things for years upon years, but I didn't want to do anything because Kyle was still here. My son was still in school and I wanted to keep him here in Wayne County and by his father. Um, but now that he's off, you know, sailing the high seas with, with the U.S. Navy, I'm not bound by here anymore. So... I, I'm not going to make a big announcement right now because I haven't told other people yet what my plans happen to be. Um, but rest assured, uh, the way my life is arranged now, it will not be the same by August. Yes, August. Um, so when it's appropriate, I'll tell you about it. But uh, yay, good changes for yours truly. And um, I'm I'm pretty damn excited. <laughs> Me going back to school to get my PhD was was step one in uh, Allie's transformation. And we're coming up here on step two real soon. Um, so it's exciting for me. And even though you guys don't know what it is, I hope you feel just a little bit of my excitement and say, yay, go Allie. I'd appreciate the support. All right. So let's go on with the magical item of the week. And this week, because um, Valentine's Day is a week from now. We are doing the rose essential oil. Now, when you want to get rose, you want to get rose absolute. And rose absolute essential oil is expensive. If somebody tells you they have rose and it's not expensive, it's synthetic rose. It's not real rose. Okay. Um, The last time, see, I got a a little um, fourth of an ounce, I believe several months ago. And that fourth cost me about 70 bucks. So it's not cheap, but a little bit goes a long way. It it works wonders for a lot of different things. But before I get on to what it works for, let me tell you that the planet it represents is Venus and the element is water. The magical influences is love, peace, sex and beauty. Huh? Um, Legend states that Rose Absolute was the first essential oil ever distilled in Persia during the 10th century. Wow. Um, Yeah, that's why it's one of the things that's so expensive. Um, 
You can use fresh roses if you can't find uh, fresh rose petals, if you can't find rose absolute, just to let you know. Uh, of course, roses love. Um, the scent does indeed turn our thoughts to love. And you want to inhale a deep scent and imagine its energies leading you into a mutually satisfying emotional relationship. So you want to breathe it in while you imagine yourself either with your current partner or with somebody you're trying to attract if you're single with, you know, having that relationship being mutually respective, mutually, uh, you know, emotionally balanced. Um, just, it's a good give and take relationship. All right. Now, if you want to spread this kind of loving energy throughout your house, I mean, throughout a room, of course you can put some, a couple drops in a diffuser or you can place fresh roses and doesn't have necessarily have to be red. Pink is also very lovely as are yellow and white. Um, you put rose, a rose in every room. Um, the scent of rose, it just, it calms down the high nervous energy. Uh, you know, if you get a tarot reading and you get, you pull one of the swords cards, um, swords deals with strife, deals with conflict, discord, and uh, the rose, helps to calm that in your home. So if you come home from work or come home from wherever feeling uh, stressed, um, or say you went to the doctor and, and didn't get the news you wanted or expected, um, having rose, the rose scent in your room, either through the absolute or through the roses themselves, um, will help diffuse the strife and help um, put peace throughout the home. Now, if you're having a gathering at your house, um, having roses in your home or the scent of a nice rose absolute um, helps make the space very welcoming, very loving. And um, it ensures that the people who attend your soiree will have a warm, happy time. So it would be a good time for all. All right, because peace and happiness, you know, peace and happiness and love. How can you not have a good time with the people that you're with? Um, roses are also an aphrodisiac. Oh, yes. Um, acting directly upon the brain, which is your biggest sexual organ, mind you, and the sexual centers of your body. Hello, sacral chakra. Um, and also the fragrance is a big help of alleviating any sexual issues that females may have. Um, you just need to inhale the scent and imagine yourself having the sex life and having the sexual energy and the sexual desire, the passion, everything you're looking for. Imagine it, imagine that you're living it, it and feel the feelings of it after you inhale the rose. Um, woman can also utilize the scent of roses to enhance their own inner beauty and hence their outward appearance. Now, what you want to do is you stand before a mirror with a rose or, you know, a little bit of a drop of rose absolute on a cotton ball. And you want to stare into your eyes reflection. Imagine yourself as a confident, beautiful person that you are. Inhale the lovely, intensely floral scent and allow the rose energy to banish all doubts about your appearance and about your attractiveness. Don't believe that it can actually feel it happening. Let the fragrance and the energies work with you in creating your needed change. Repeat this simple ritual once a day for a week. Now, when I say woman, about anything here on Ask Alley, it is those who identify 
as a female. When I say men, a guy, it's those who identify as a man. All right. Now there are those who don't identify with either or both or for a fluid. Um, these will all work for you as well. All right. If you're fluid, one day you feel like a woman, one day you feel nothing like you're neither gender. One day you may, may feel more male. Uh, whatever I say for women, men, and you know what? I found that, um, even though the, what I read is woman or man, and of course those who identify as either, or I believe it works for anybody, regardless of how you identify yourself, regardless of what pronouns you use, because men want to look beautiful. Don't you? Those who are fluid want to look beautiful. Those who are binary want to look beautiful. So I believe that even though I mention these are for women, these are for men, I believe that these are for everybody. And I'm going to, because I came to this epiphany as I was reading this, um, I'm going to make sure that when I say male or female, I'm just going to say they from now on. I'm not going to necessarily say man or woman um, because I believe everybody everybody, regardless of how you identify yourself, can use anything in the metaphysical realm for fantastic results. All right. All right. Let's move it on. So that was Rose, you know, since Valentine's Day is next week. Now the topic, we're still talking about love this week, people. Um, three, actually it's four ways. Cause I think I put another one in there. Yeah. Four ways to arrange your bedroom for love. Now this love, the bedroom for love, it can be, you know, if you're already with your partner, if you're trying to attract a partner, if it's just love for yourself, you're not interested in finding anybody else. It's love, romantic self love. Okay. First thing you want to do, and people don't like to do this <laughs> because you know, Bedrooms get cluttered for a reason, usually too busy to clean things up. But if you want love to come into your bedroom, you need to make your bedroom ready for love. And the first thing you have to do is you got to clean it. You've got to get rid of the clutter. Clutter. It needs out. It needs thrown away, donated, packed and sorted, and maybe put in a uh, storage someplace. If you're not using it, if you haven't done anything with it in a year and it does not hold sentimental value, let's say uh, family jewelry or something you've had for, you know, since you were little or something like that, uh, remove it from your room, remove it uh, again, pack it away, store it. You don't have to put it in storage like someplace else. You can put it storage in a nice box and in your closet or in your basement or in your attic or in your garage someplace, just not your bedroom. All right. Then you got to dust and sweep it. You got to clean the room, people. It's got to be clean. All right. Change the sheets, change the cover, you know, just change it. And also, if you are single and you want love, you need to make sure that your bedroom is ready to accept a lover. They need to have space in a drawer to put their stuff. They need to have space um, in the closet to put their stuff. Um, if you have nightstands, you need to have one on each side, because if you have a nightstand to put your glass of water, whoever is your, your lover needs to also have a nightstand to put their glass of water. All right. 
Um, so you've got to clean your room and set it up for two people. If you have a lamp and a nightstand just on your side, put a lamp and a nightstand on the other side. They don't necessarily have to match. <laughs> just that it's a night that nightstand and a lamp. All right? Because you want to set up for two people, even though there's only one currently sleeping in there. All right. Second, and I know it's going to be tough for some, but for the love of Pete, remove pictures of your family, your children, and religious figures. Get them out of your bedroom. Put them in your living room. Put them in your kitchen. Put them in your hallway. But do not put them in your bedroom. You cannot get the love on. You cannot get busy doing anything in that bedroom if you look over and you see your mother staring at you. It's not going to work. You can't get busy with a one-night stand even. You look over and there's a picture of your kid. Oh, good Lord. Right? And you can't be by yourself living it up and look over and see a cross. It, kill, it kills the love and sexual energy flowing around when you look at one of those three things. Family, kids, religious figures. All right? So move them out of the bedroom. They can be every other place in the house. Every other place. Just not the bedroom. Okay? Huh. Now, speaking of your bedroom and your bed, you want to make sure you have a headboard and there's nothing hanging over the bed. So you see some pictures and magazines of fantastic bedrooms. There's a big mirror hanging over the bed or a big, you know, picture, wonderful painting hanging over the bed because you've got that big space. Fantastic big space, but it's horrible feng shui for your bed um, because you have sharp arrows pointing down at you and there's something up there, which makes it you have a um, not so great sleep. And how do we do when it comes to lovers and sleeping if we don't get a well enough sleep? Uh, I'm, I'm a bitch if I don't sleep well. Ask anybody who knows me and make me no sleep and hungry. And girl, you just better run because I am bad news bears when that happens. So headboard and there's nothing hanging over your head. No, nope, no, nope, nothing above the bed, nothing above the bed. And you want to try not to have the bed positioned with the headboard area under a window. That's also bad feng shui. Um, if you can arrange a bed to be not under a window and facing the door of your room, that's pretty good. All right. All right. Now, let's talk about some stones, which is always one of my favorites. Now, in a bedroom, the area of relationships and love and all that good stuff is the southwest corner of your room. Now, you can do the southwest corner by standing in your doorway with a compass and finding your southwest corner. Or there is, and I can't ever remember how to pronounce it correctly, Bungway, B-U-N-G-U-A, maps for feng shui online. And um, you take that and you can find your southwest corner by using that. Follow the directions online or in a book, and that can tell you how to find your southwest corner. Now, the southwest corner, as I said, deals with relationship, partnerships, love, romance, marriage, and it also has to do with your mother. I know there's the mother again when it comes to love and relationships, but that's also the mom corner. Um, so if you have issues with your mother, making this corner nice could help um, with your issues with mom. Okay, especially if mom's pressing you to have a partner. Okie doke. Now, some of the stones 
that you can put in the southwest corner. Um, add gates, any color, attract love. Aquamarine, relationships, love. Um, Beryl, Beryl, B-E-R-Y-L, are fantastic for communication in relationships, which we all need when, when we're in a relationship. Uh, citrine is fantastic for relationships. Garnet for partnerships. Um, the Hermaker Diamond are relationships that bind. So it's a relationship that helps stand the time um, through this a lifetime and lifetimes ahead of us. So if you want to put a Hermaker diamond in that corner, make sure you really, 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 really want to spend, you know, many lifetimes with this individual. Okay. Um, Jade is fantastic for partnerships or love. Moonstone is fantastic for mothers and love. Um, Rose quartz, always relationships and love. Uh, Ruby is good for love. But it's also good for loyalty in relationships to keep your you and your partner loyal to one another. Sapphires are fantastic for devotion in love relationships. Um, Sodalite relationships, topaz is for love. Torlemane, which I can't pronounce, is partners. And, you know, if you put a piece of black Torlemane in there for partner, it kind of puts a protective uh, shield around the two of you from outside forces who might want to break you up. Um, and then we have turquoise for partner and love. Now for some, um, you know, good sex machine um, stones in there, anything orange, orange calcite, um, carnelian, um, sunstone, um, those, those stones rev up the sexual energy in your relationships. All right. All right. So, you know, four ways to set up your room for some love. And I suggest you do all four. Okay, you don't have to put all those stones there. Pick one or two and stick them there. Okie doke. Okie doke. So moving on to the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for February 7th, 2022. Um, we're using the Moonology Oracle Cards by Yasmin Bolin. If you would like to see a picture of the cards that I draw here and um, also a picture of... Um, magical item of the week they will both be on the episodes post at atabodyecstasy.com all right so let's see what this week holds for us i have not drawn my energy um, picture yet for uh the connection cafe so i have no idea what these cards may even lead to for us i'm hoping good stuff i'm all for good because i'm telling you this year hasn't been any easier than previous years. And doggone it, I was hoping for some more bit of ease. All right. So, card number one. Card number two. And finally, card number three. Okay, get this other card out of the way. All right. So the card we have first here for Monday and Tuesday, it is a time to give rather than take. It's about the new moon in Virgo. So Monday and Tuesday, be helpful to people. You know, it doesn't have, you don't have to be big flowing gestures. You know, if someone can't reach a can at the supermarket, get the can for them. Or, you know, if, if someone's stuck in the snow, why don't you help them out? 
Um, if you see someone struggling with something, offer to help. If they say no, they say no, but at least you offered. So give, give rather than take from people Monday and Tuesday. Now on Wednesday and Thursday, we have be bold and make the first move, the cardinal moon. So you want something? You want something to change in your life? You just eat that. Wednesday and Thursday, that is the time to be bold, move people out of your way, and go for whatever it is you want. That's Wednesday and Thursday. And then we have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And this seems to be an ongoing theme for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's a time for healing. The Balsamic Moon. And it's time to chill. We get, we get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday chilling quite a bit, don't we? Um, yeah, just relax. You know, once you're bold and you make the first move, uh, hello, kitten. All right, the only cat in the house not sleeping. Um, once you're bold and you make that move on Wednesday and Thursday, you're probably going to be a bit exhausted. So, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, you don't have to, you can go out and do stuff, of course. But it's also time for healing. You know, if you find skiing um, exhilarating and, and that helps you find balance, then go skiing. If you find yourself, you know, sitting there reading by a fireplace, a good book, read a good book this weekend or next weekend. You know, if you want to write a story or do some art or chat with friends or go out to dinner, maybe go see a movie, whatever it is, whatever helps you find balance and heal, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All right? All right. So here we are at the end. I want to thank you for joining me here for Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen equals the more people that can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and again, someday on TikTok. And if no one's told you today, you are fabulous. Take care and have an exceptional week.